0: Brought to you by Sip For Your Cause. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Nonprofits, an open forum where we discuss industry best practices in the nonprofit sector. In order to help nonprofits to increase their awareness, their funding, sustainability, and ultimately their impact. First, we would like to thank our sponsor for today's show, and that is Sip For Your Cause. We are appreciative of that initiative that helps nonprofits do the things that they need to do, help them realize how they can achieve their success and their goals through funding, sustainability, organization processes, and so we appreciate them for their support of this uh, show that allows us to come to you often, frequently, and with good content content so thank you and today we're excited to have with us miss Tracy Knight she is the CEO and founder and president of InView solutions and so welcome Tracy
1: thank you Nash thanks so much for having me on board
0: well let me tell you I have been looking forward to this uh, getting to know you very briefly over the phone well I don't know brief because once we started talking we really got engaged I'm very excited to get to know you personally and professionally and so again welcome
1: Thank you. It's my honor.
0: Thank you for accepting our invitation. First of all, before we get into all the nitty-gritty yeah. of business, let us know about Tracy Knight. Who is she?
1: Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. I would say Tracy Knight is a teacher. She's a coach. And, you know, I'd like to think that I'm a model for what it means to be a lifelong learner. You know, I think the best teachers are those who have experiences that they can share um, so that the people who are on the other end the students and it doesn't have to be you know youth but anybody who is going to learn our peers um, they are able to connect with you because you too have had some experience that they can Absolutely. glean from so.
0: Great, great, great. Tracy Knight, I, I love to open up our shows each um, episode so that you can know who truly the person is. You're going to hear of some great things that have been accomplished. You're going to hear of great business strategies and nonprofit organization processes and all those things that she's accomplished. But I always want you to understand it's a person here it is someone who has as she shared varying experiences yes. have brought them to bear on her business practices and has experienced some success but again i don't want you to ever look at any one of our guests as someone that you cannot be like someone that you can't emulate or that you can even just be yourself and achieve similar goals in your own space so thank you for that Tracy my
1: pleasure
0: now InView Solutions Philanthropic Management. Yeah, please share with us what is it all about and what services do you provide?
1: Yeah, so we're just excited. Um, we are nine years in. All right. Uh, we'll be celebrating a decade next That's year. Right. So very, very excited about that. Thank you very much. Yes. InView has morphed um, over time. It's interesting because I, I founded the company in 2005, and I really just wanted the opportunity to morph a lot of my experience working in both corporate and nonprofit together. Okay. I had worked in uh, philanthropy for some time uh, with the 100 Black Men of America here in Atlanta, um, in addition to several other national nonprofits, and had worked on both the giving side and the um, receiving side, okay. if you would, as a yes. nonprofit that had to yes. implement. Programs, And then also as an experience as a teacher. And so um, I thought, you know, there are a lot of nonprofits out there that need help, that need support. Um, many people have not had the experience of being on both sides of the table. And so how can I go about supporting them? Um, Our organization, we work primarily with the funding community and several of the large nonprofits primarily because they, too, are often grantors for smaller nonprofits.
0: You know, it's very interesting that you say that, um, that you're being on both sides of the fence, if yes. you would, or the line, and having that experience to bear on nonprofit organizations who need the help yes. on both sides. And I would say that that gives you a very unique insight, and I think it's uh, insightful for you to start in view to provide <laughs> that level of assistance. Now, we won't go into it, but yes, you've heard a mention one, but I want you to clearly understand that you're listening to an expert in the area of funding philanthropy on both sides, as she says, internationally. She mentioned to you one organization, but we can sit here and she can rattle off any other organizations that come to the top of her mind, and you will find that she, you will recognize those organizations. Yes. And so I want you to understand the information you're hearing today, that it is very insightful And when I say insightful, I'm talking about on the inside track. So you're getting an inside (laughs) view of what actually goes on. So we encourage you to please take your notes. Please visit the YouTube channel again and again, replay it again and again, because this is critical in terms of the philanthropic aspect of nonprofit organizations. So what services does um, Enview bring?
1: So as I said, we primarily work with those who are within the funding community. So we work with private philanthropists quite a bit. Um, Those individuals who have acquired or amassed great wealth and are interested in making some type of contribution back to the community. Oftentimes that's through the establishment of their own venture, but sometimes it's um, making um, grants to nonprofits as well. We also work with corporations, both in their community relations department as well as with their foundation. And then, as I said, we do work work with uh, nonprofit organizations or government agencies who are administering funds out to smaller nonprofits.
0: And the reason I asked her that again, because I want you to understand that, once she pointed out that she primarily works with funding community those who she's just described I want you to understand that you can move into that sector as well and that you can actually become a gifter and you can actually situate your business or your foundation or whatever it is that you're interested in so that you can benefit from that side of the fence and so I wanted to reiterate that but also being a nonprofit organization she does provide services that will assist nonprofit organizations in managing executing those um, gifts that they've been granted.
1: Yeah, and just one, one small point of uh, yeah. clarification, yes. we are a for-profit entity, um, we are not a nonprofit. Right. Um, and so primarily what we do is we provide services that will help strengthen the capacity of those grant recipients. Gotcha. Um, oftentimes that looks like strategic planning, yes. um, succession planning, uh, for those that are starting social enterprises, which hopefully we'll get into, it's business development in that area. Yes. It's also program design and evaluation. It's board development. It's, um, it's governance. Um, it, it runs the game. It's marketing development, which we're going to talk a lot about. <laughs> <laughs> um, oftentimes, not-for-profits don't see themselves as a business, but it mm. really is, and just like any other business, marketing is key. So,
0: yeah. I love her. <laughs> I love her, and I say that because those of you who follow us or if you heard me speak in any arena, you know I believe that. Yes. Nonprofits, they're businesses, and Absolutely. they need to operate that way. I don't care. you might Your end result in terms of impact may not look like a business, but your operational expertise and those processes, I always say, are. And so now that's you right. have someone else who has validated right. that statement, and we're going to learn more about that. Now, that's a very unique niche that yeah. you just described. Absolutely. So how did InView Solutions get into that?
1: Yeah, as I you know, as I said before, this was really just um, an endeavor of sort of um, corralling all of the experiences that I had had as both a, um, a program director okay. and a grantor of funds. and which we do that now, even we administer funds for grant-making agencies. Okay. Um, it was my intention to really kind of give back to the community, give back to those nonprofits, and to help them build capacity. So. Um, it's, it's just that simple, right. not complex. All right. I
0: hear. <laughs> and, you know, i found that the, the most simple things are the most complex. So, uh, listen, I, 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 you, you definitely focus on the funding community with exception of a few large mm-hmm. n- nonprofits. Absolutely. Uh, but what are donors looking for?
1: Right. So it's very simple. Okay. Um, donors are really looking for outcomes. They're looking for impact and they're looking for organizations that are viable. That basically means organizations who have a sustainability plan. They don't want to invest in organizations that are going to be going out of business tomorrow. in that, that means you have to be great at collaborating. In this climate where there are a million yeah. different nonprofits, it's really important if you're serious about doing this work that you learn to collaborate and that you learn to find your own niche that you can sit in. You don't have to do all things. You don't have to be all things to yeah. all people, but finding your, your piece in the marketplace and doing that very, very well.
0: You know, again, um, I'm going to enjoy getting to know you, and I, I am not one look for yes, me. And women be around me, but you know when you <laughs> have your own individual thoughts that run around your head, Absolutely. it is good to know you. When you hear it somewhere else of someone's sound, that that uh, that gives credence. So, one thing I always say is that, um, in fact, let me give credit where credit is due. Okay. My wife Pamela actually says she says every time we're hearing about a new startup or yes. a new organization, and we're saying. There's an organization already doing that. You know, yes, why don't they just absolutely. go and volunteer in those things? So exactly. I'm hearing you say, in this climate uh, of 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 many hundreds of organizations, those type of things, and finding your positions. So how can nonprofits position themselves? to increase their funding in this type of climate that you yeah. described.
1: So it is a highly, highly competitive um, environment that we're in. And Nash, to your point, there are a lot of people who have gone out, and I know we all want to do right. good for the community. Right. We see the challenges and oftentimes we don't know what we can do to make a difference, so we go out and we form this nonprofit. Right. And there's a lot of responsibility that goes into not just forming it, but maintaining it. So we shouldn't take that lightly. But if you've decided to get into that type of venture, um, again, this is a business. Yes. And so we'll talk a little bit, hopefully, about diversification of funding. That's yes, one thing. Absolutely. but to really be competitive in the marketplace, you need to brand, you need to brand your nonprofit, you need to market your nonprofit and you need to consistently tell your story and that's probably the thing that most Mm. nonprofits do not do well you have to be able to tell your story I'm one of those people and this is gonna sound really weird I only believe in competition from the perspective of competing with yourself, okay, okay? Okay. that all of us are competing with ourselves, so you're competing with yourself as a nonprofit. you've got to be the best one, you are the best one to tell your story, but you also have to be the best in the marketplace, uh, um, telling the story of the services that Mm. you offer, Mm. and so those that tell that story the best win, and I hate to say this, but... As entrepreneurs, good entrepreneurs, long-term entrepreneurs, and successful entrepreneurs know, sometimes this is going to sound terrible. It's not so much about your product. I mean, you've got to have a good product, but marketing is everything yes. in this in this country. Yes. Marketing is everything, yes. and so nonprofits, like for-profit ventures, need to make sure that they're able to tell the story of the success, not only of the great um, qualitative impact that right. they've made, but the quantitative right. impact in terms of measurable outcomes, as well as being able to um, quantify that in a way that it has impacted the economy. Mm-hmm. And that that is plausible. It mm-hmm. is completely plausible. When you talk about how many jobs you've created, yes. when you've talked about how many people you've put back to work, okay. okay, there are ways for you to quantify that in a way that is really meaningful to what I call the triple bottom line.
0: Uh, And I I was wondering how I was going to be able to get to that triple bottom line (laughs) piece. Uh, If you read her material, you'll see that uh, that expression is in there. And so to get to that triple bottom line is to do exactly what you said?
1: Yes. So there is a social impact that we want to make, and that's most of the time why we get into starting nonprofit organizations. And then there is um, this... Um, So that's kind of a a social impact. There is also the economic impact that you're going to make in the community. Um, And I just talked a little bit about that. So, for example, if you're an organization that's focused on workforce development, you're putting people back to work. And, yes, they now have jobs or careers that um, will... Um, support their family and maybe they've seen an increase in knowledge skills Mm -hmm. or disposition so that can be measured but there's also that economic impact you know how did that affect the economy you know have any of those people gone off and started businesses of their own and so you can then quantify that and turn it into real dollars
0: that's powerful because I must admit I have never Uh, And and I always say that I am not one of those from the inside of the Mm nonprofit sector. I'm coming in from the outside, but I never concede that the idea of economically impacting yes. the economy as a nonprofit. Yes. You know, so I appreciate you sharing that insight.
1: Yes. Our our job, I mean, oftentimes not solely, but oftentimes we're people development. And that's why I say Inview Solutions is a people development yeah. company. And that's what most nonprofits are. We develop human capital. Yes. You know, and yes. so that can be quantified. It's an important, important job, one that we shouldn't take lightly.
0: Well, let me tell you, I appreciate uh, that insight, and I'm thinking that uh, not only when I talk about being a business or operating as a business, I need to add that caveat that you know it's about being able to measure impact to the economy. Yes. That's, that's very powerful, that's right. Tracy, and I, I thank, thank you. You, you know, I, I, I thank you. So what I, I would like to get into, you talked about um, talent development, capacity building. Yes. You know, and, and I think, again, organizations miss that point. Oftentimes, when I see and interact with nonprofit organizations, they're looking at how can I bring in talent. How can, and when I say bring in the talent, not necessarily to be a part of the organization, but come in to help us, and then they leave. But you have a perspective of capacity building from the inside out.
1: I do. I do. I think it's really important and again, this is the other part of InView Solutions. We focus on organizational effectiveness. We do consider ourselves a people development company. So organizational culture is one aspect of that. Organizational effectiveness is another aspect of that. If we want to if we want to keep our talent, we've got to make sure that we have an infrastructure. Again, I said an organization that is viable. Yes. And so part of doing part of um, ensuring that you have viability in your organization basically means that you've done a few things. Number one, cross-training okay. is critically important. Yes. It's <laughs> um, a faux pas to have one person in the organization is the only one yes. who knows how to do one thing yes. in the organization. And when that talent leaves, you've trained them up. And when they leave, they take that skill set yes. with them. And so then you're left trying to, like other companies, uh, ramp up yeah. very quickly. And it, yes. the learning curve is oftentimes steep. So you want to make sure that you've had some cross-training there. Um, Another um, uh, practice that Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you have is that you've developed a culture. I want to talk about culture in two different ways. Okay. A culture of ownership. And that means that the employees are more like partners. That's a a term that I'm sort of borrowing from Starbucks, (laughs) one of my favorite companies, and Howard Schultz, who's the founder of Starbucks. Yes you know that when you go into a Starbucks they don't call them employees they call them partners and Thinking about your employees from that perspective is a very different practice. It's a very different mindset, one where everyone is invested. Everyone is on a team. They really are working as a team. It's not a hierarchy of yeah. top-down. Yes. It's um, one where it's lateral and yes. everyone's working together, bringing good ideas to the table. And yes. sometimes they're not great ideas, but we're learning from it. And that those are some of the things that are retention strategies. Yes. Um, I'd also like to talk about culture, especially. Especially in nonprofits, and this is something that is um, that's done in some of the better nonprofits, okay. and that is a culture of philanthropy. You work in nonprofits, but oftentimes you will find that employees do not give to the very organization that they're wow. supporting because they will say that you know they're here all the time, they're working a lot of hours, and that's true. But it's very, it is more persuasive to share with a donor that you have 100% yes. giving from not only your board, but your staff. Um, It's it's a very powerful statement, and one where, think about it, wouldn't you want to give to an organization who has 100% commitment from both their board and their staff?
0: Absolutely, and I I tell you, Tracy, you're stirring up so many thoughts for me. First of all, I love the concept and conversation around culture, organizational Mm -hmm. culture, Uh, being a former principal. uh, It was key to what we've done, but I, I heard you say this. And again, you are sharing some nuggets that I tell you that we haven't had shared on Let's Talk Not Prophets. Okay. So thank well, you. Well, that's
1: good to know. Yeah, I'm glad oh yeah. I'm making a contribution Absolutely, here.
0: absolutely. And everyone has in their own way, but I'm telling you, and I don't know if I'm biased because the <laughs> things that you're saying are things that I've been preaching, but you bringing in, you know, let me not get caught up in that. I was just about to say, it's like an evangelist coming to your <laughs> church. And then they they have more information shared that you can say. And so that's the way I feel. But I, I want to go back uh, because you reminded me of my initiative every year as a principal, you know we look to get parents to be 100% participatory mm-hmm. in PTSA yeah. or whatever initiative we had. But I felt it was more important that we had 1% of the faculty staff, regardless of their position, to be in, in PTSA or whatever yes. it was. And so I'm hearing you say, and that's powerful Tracy, and that's really why is. I'm going back to this. you know, but you say in a nonprofit environment, if you have 100% of your employees or board members who are contributing to that organization, that and I didn't hear you say it, and so if I'm making an implication that's not correct, correct me. Okay. But that adds to lending power. I mean, oh, g-
1: it is a it is leveraging wow. power beyond your imagination wow. because it basically says that you're vested Yeah. it says everybody is invested and we're all moving in the same direction yes. and so um it's just it's something to really give thought to and i guess the last piece the fourth piece i'd say is succession planning. okay is succession yes. planning and so as a part of that culture it's like always bringing up talent always cultivating leadership yes. someone who can you know as a nonprofit, our job is really to put ourselves out of business yes. Yes. Now, we will never do that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's our job yes. is to put ourselves out of business. So if I'm the ED of a, of a nonprofit, I want to put myself out of that job by getting somebody else prepared and ready because I do the organization and myself a disservice to stay in a position for a lifetime. Yes, I don't grow, the organization doesn't grow, and I don't make room and space for new talent, new ideas to come through. So just some things that I believe in, and I believe it's just good practice for organizations.
0: You've heard it here on Let's Talk Nonprofits. I tell you, we're having a great conversation with none other than Tracy Knight, the CEO and president of InView Solutions, Philanthropic Management Corporation, and we're going to come back after the break to continue this conversation and learn more about how to be effective. All these nuggets, I mean, she's thrown out all these nuggets that you can take and apply to your nonprofit organization so that, again, sustainability, viability is possible. So we would like to thank our sponsors who uh, support this show, our advertisers, and so we're going to take a commercial break at this time, and we'll see you right after the break. Does your son need a
1: more challenging, focused, and encouraging educational environment? Renaissance Christian Academy is an affordable private school for boys located in McDonough, Georgia, with certified teachers that are
0: uniquely equipped to help your son master learning. You're welcome to schedule a tour of our facilities by calling 770-305-9881 or by visiting our website at rcaboysacademy.org. Renaissance Christian Academy, developing young men to be great leaders through Christ-centered learning.
1: What happens when soldiers come home? Brene Foundation offers hero support to ensure that our heroes abroad can continue to be heroes at home. We link veterans with organizations who are dedicated to guiding the transition from military hero to civilian hero. If you want to find out how you can support our troops at home, please contact the Brene Foundation or visit brene.com.
0: Thank you and welcome again to Let's Talk Nonprofits, and we're again here with Ms. Tracy Knight of InView Solutions, and we've been having a great opportunity and time of having great conversation, learning some very uh, strategic best practices that you can take and implement today with your board of directors, or your staff, ways in which you can get on track if you're not quite on track. And we're going to go further. We're going to go deeper. And I I tell you, you might think you're listening to a business show, but you are. (laughs) Because again, we say, and she's in full agreement, that nonprofits, you are a business. You have to start running yourselves that way. And that's the purpose of this show, to help give you information and get you in contact with experts such as Tracy Knight so that she and her organization can help you along that path of betterment. And again, if you don't necessarily fit the the, uh, target um, customer, client that she fits because she does work with a very unique niche, niche, uh, understand, you know, we can refer you to others, but make sure that you get in touch with her, pick her brain, you know, for service, of course, and uh, find out <laughs> ways in which he can help you move your organization forward um, let let's talk about um, we we really have been talking business and let's continue um, businesses to be successful have to diversify Absolutely. we can't rely on one service or one product or even one market or whatever diversification so Please help us to understand, in, from a nonprofit perspective, uh, how important is diversification of funding?
1: Extremely important. All right. All right. As is diversification of services, but not so much that you are off mission. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know mcdonald 's has a niche in there well it 's not really a niche anymore, but <laughs> they serve <laughs> right. hamburgers, but they also have some chicken in there right. but what they do is they serve fast food okay. and so um, but diversification of funding is extremely important, much like your own personal finances. You want to make sure that you haven 't put all your eggs in one basket it 's just good common sense yes. so for nonprofits, oftentimes people start and they say oh i 'm going to go and get a grant." Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna get a grant from the government Mm -hmm. you know not always as easy as it sounds (laughs) first of all it requires you being established for some time and have credibility behind you so you have to kind of build up to that but there's other types of funding that even if you are an established nonprofit that you need to make sure that your portfolio includes Um, first and foremost most nonprofits don't recognize that uh, most giving comes from individuals. Okay. Okay. All right. That's, All right. That is the first level of um, giving comes from individual donors. Now, it takes some time and some talent and, um, and investment into cultivating good donors. Okay. You want donors, if you, if you cultivate them right, <clears throat> they will give to you every single year. Look at the church. Hmm. Think about it. Think about churches. And so they've cultivated individual donors, and that's how the faith-based community has more or less sustained itself. It hasn't been necessarily from grants. They've sort of grown into that. And even when you get into grants, there's more than just one type, of course. Um, You know, of course, there's government, there are foundations, and there are corporations. But even within the corporate sector, there are also community relations dollars. Now, the one thing you need to know about community relation dollars is that they are targeted towards sales. They are interested Mm -hmm. in selling their product or their widget, their service to your constituents. You'll mm. have to weigh whether or not that's something that you want to get involved in. But those dollars are very different than those that are in the foundation. Okay. Um, events are something that a lot of nonprofits get into. Um, you know, we have to be careful with events because uh, we can put a lot of time and talent into and resources, other resources, into putting on an event only to gleam a very small yes. amount of money. Yes. You know, and oftentimes we want to be very elaborate on what it is that we do because we want to be the best. Right. Um, But we have to weigh that very, very carefully. But events, well put on, efficient events, um, are a way of generating revenue. But, again, just kind of watching some of those pitfalls. And then, um, you know, there's the emergence of something called a social enterprise, which is near and dear to my heart. Okay. and we'd have to do a whole nother show to really get into a social you enterprise. I heard it here. <laughs> All right. But um Social enterprises are basically for-profit ventures with a philanthropic mission. Okay. And we're very well aware of them. We've seen them for years. To me, one of the organizations that does it best and has done it the longest is Goodwill Industries. Okay. Okay? That's a great example of a social enterprise. Um, They have a charitable mission of putting people to work who um, maybe would not necessarily fit within a traditional work setting because of some type of maybe developmental disability. Right. They have much to contribute in our society, and they have, Goodwill has found a way to make um, life meaningful from a career perspective for those individuals. I have a sister who worked for Goodwill Industries, and um, I just think it's a phenomenal organization. But again, for-profit ventures, because they have have their thrift shops, which everybody's well aware of, but what you don't know is that they also have about 50 businesses behind the Mm. scenes that are providing direct service to companies or organizations. They do everything from third-party packaging to office support. Okay. Okay. So, again, and and for some nonprofits, they do things like fee-for-service. That would be another type of social enterprise. So it's worth exploring.
0: And I appreciate you sharing those various ways of diversifying funding. And you hit on one that uh, we actually uh, promote and we support all of what you share, but actually, our sip for your cause initiative okay. is that very thing. It, it's a means by which coffee, tea, hot chocolate is sold, and but for the benefit of uh, philanthropic uh, purposes. Uh, so to help support social engagement, and so um, that's so. And I would just want to add that a little bit more just because well one, they are our sponsors, so we want to give them a plug. But the fact of the matter is that uh my wife and I strongly believe that nonprofit organizations should should diversify to the point that they also tap into that those revenues that are recurring.
1: Yes, you know Absolutely. That, you know Absolutely. Those
0: one times hits I, I will share this with you. Uh I enjoy golfing. And so every time I get an opportunity to get an invitation from a nonprofit organization to participate in the chair of golf, I'm there.
1: You heard him. Yes.
0: Yes. Please, please contact me at Let's Talk at bizlinks.tv. But, but I'm there because I enjoy it and I know it goes for a good cause. Yes. But what I've learned in conversation with the organization's leaders, you know, that's their main thing. Like you say, yes. it's an event. Yes. And it's their major thing and the things that go in then the return on that investment of time and all those other talents yes. like you just described, you know, sometimes it's not as much as they would like.
1: Absolutely or
0: they count on that to be the all end all to meet that budget. Yes. And you know, and I, I've I've grown uh, weary of that and so I, I often share with them not just sit for your cause but there are other um, organizations as has uh, described, that are out there for social uh, impact but for profit uh, means and so I encourage them if they can find something that is a cons a, a product that is consumed or service that's consumed that is repetitive um, that will generate dollars each month. Absolutely. They can budget better. They can grow that budget. Yes. It just helps to sustainability.
1: Yes, it also makes them competitive with yeah. our for-profit partners. Yes, um, you know, and that that just would take us into a whole another okay. show. But okay. I've got some I other look thoughts to. on that. But. Yes. Um, yeah, I think it's just a great opportunity for people to do good in the community by investing in your venture yes. um, and at the same time get a need or a service or a product met. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, let me tell you, I appreciate um, the diver- diversification conversation and uh, great. And I'm going to put one more plug in there, you know, just and I won't call the company, but I, I love those consumable things like energy you know beverages yes you know so when you're thinking about your organization is um, out there trying to think of ways to increase its budget and diversify those funding please 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 consider these things that you've heard here today I want to go um, a little bit into the idea of and you've talked about capacity building and really you've hit on a lot of business principles and practices in general and we are going to have her back uh, on another <laughs> show where we're going to focus on uh, the things that she's talked about. But uh, we got some surprises down the road. We don't know how long, uh, where you hear more from her uh, and in a variety of ways. But I, I want to talk about one thing that's passionate to you. I, I'm going to loo- move a little bit away from the nonprofit okay. uh, component uh, because I think you've had enough to take that will keep you six months to a year out there working to implement and calling on Trace and her team to work with you to help implement and work with your uh, your team. I-, I will say that they do uh, customize their services, their training, so to meet not only the size of your organization but the budget of your organization. So don't be afraid. You know you may or may not be able to uh, reach her her particular position in the market, but don't be afraid to reach out. You might be surprised. So That's I, I want to transition just a little bit okay. uh, because uh, in our conversations and getting to know each other, uh, you have a big heart. You have a big heart, and I learned that from our first conversation on the phone that generally I try to make those conversations 20 no more than 30 minutes, <laughs> but we went into I know it was well over an hour. An hour absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, and I tell you you, you, you added to my life as a result of sharing your heart, and I thank you for
1: that. Thank you. Um,
0: but you have another uh, component of what you do in terms of services that you provide to develop people.
1: Absolutely in so, View
0: solutions is a development a person people development company, but tell us about In view empowerment.
1: Oh, so InView Empowerment, we're very excited. Um, we've just launched another division of uh, in view solutions, which is called in view empowerment and We're really committed to helping individuals live life authentically and on purpose um, this is uh, in alignment with the mission of Imbue Solutions. I agree. Empowerment is just a subsidiary of the company yes. where Imbue Solutions is working more with organizations around organizational effectiveness, culture solutions, the charitable management piece. Imbue Empowerment is working more closely in executive coaching yes. and training and development. Yes. And we are just, we are excited. And this walk is, um, is a very personal one for me. I know what it's like to have um, come and and gone through the checklist that life has told you that you're supposed to um, go through. Yeah. Everything from going to college, you get a degree, you know, you get married, you get a house, and you know, you wake up one day and you're just miserable, okay. and you're trying to figure out why. And it's really because you've gotten off of purpose. You know, you've gotten off purpose, and. For me, I wasn't living the life as authentically as I could. And so, um, thank God for a great coach, Melani Shani. Um, and about a year, uh, it was a year in coaching, but it was a lot of work prior to that. I've come full circle. And when I say full circle, you come into this world knowing who you are. And so I feel like I've come full circle to knowing who I am. And I just want to help other individuals. I'll say I want to support other people yeah. on that journey. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well I, I tell you we had a, a lengthy conversation about her new initiative um, the subsidiary of Inview Solutions Inview Empowerment and I'm going to encourage you to reach out. Would you give them that website? I will. Yes, please. I will.
1: So Inview Empowerment please visit us there at www.inviewempowerment.com and I'd like to spell that for you. That's I N is in Nancy, V is in Victor, I E W the word empowerment.com.
0: Yes, and I'm going to encourage you to please go to the site, get in contact with Tracy Knight. I, I would tell you once you had an opportunity to spend just a brief moment with her, whether by phone or face-to-face or however it evolves, I tell you uh, you're going to be changed already from that brief interaction. And I, I tell you this initiative that InView Solutions has brought on to bring into its um Vision yes. and its mission uh, is powerful. It is definitely a focused on the individual. It is you've heard briefly what she yes. is, is doing and her organization is doing. I encourage you strongly to get involved find out and sign up. I'm sure there's a way that they can subscribe on Absolutely. This you website.
1: subscribe on the website yes. and it just so happens Nash um, that we do have we've been doing a number of free webinars okay. over oh, the last yes. 3 months as yes. a part of our launch. Yes. We have a lot of other exciting things that are coming up yes. at the first of the year, but we have our last free webinar that's coming up Thursday, uh, December 4th, I okay. believe it is, but you right. can check that out on our website. Yes. And that's around finding eternal love. And so it's something that all of us are searching for. And you'd be a little surprised at where you can actually find eternal love. Wow.
0: Tracy, I tell you, this has been uh, wonderful. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed this as much as I have. I guess you can tell by my... um, (laughs) Engagement that I have thoroughly enjoyed this, Tracy. Thank you. And I want to thank you for accepting our invitation. I appreciate you. I look forward to building our relationship together and any way in which we can continue to support any of your visions. You know, we look forward to doing that. I would like to encourage you to please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash TV and make sure that you stay in tune because this is what you get here. You get quality informed information from experts, and then you get this other side that the expert is still there, but it's not just about business in terms of the operational capacities. It's about the individuals. And this is what we believe in, and Tracy also espouses with uh, in view Empowerment. And again, we encourage you to go there, visit them, get in contact with Tracy, find out how on both sides of her, those businesses that she can help you attain your visions and goals, your purpose on life. And before we close, I would like to thank again our sponsor, SIP For Your Cause, www.sip your cause.org. Please visit them and find out how they're able to assist in diversification of funding. And just even if they can't do anything, they will lead you to other resources such as Tracy Knight and other uh, uh, great experts in the field to help you reach and attain your goals. I would like to also ask that you would please go and like us on Facebook. Our TV network is Bizlinks. Uh, TV network. We ask that you go out and like us on Facebook. We ask that you would also again subscribe to our channel so that you stay in tune with all the programmings that we bring. Uh, We are always adding to our network to make sure that we are helping you reach your personal professional goals. So in closing, I would like to remind you that we're here to ensure that you get best practices to improve, increase your awareness, your funding, your sustainability, and ultimately your impact. So again, we thank you and that's the SIP for your cause initiative and the people there say this cause this SIP's for you.